Hello everyone, it's Alexandria here. I'm going to presume that you know already that I'm the host of this podcast, Pessimism at its Finest. I'm just going to tell you what it is again, even though you guys saw the title and you clicked it for some reason. Thank you for coming back for another weekly Bachelorette update. And before I get into it, I have something to say. First things first, I didn't even realize this was episode 14. Technically, it's episode 15 if you count the trailer and the bonus episode, but if you don't count it, it's actually episode 14. I'm 14 episodes deep. I didn't think I'd get this far. I'm enjoying it. In fact, the more you podcast, the easier it is to podcast. So let's keep going. The first thing I want to talk about before I even get into The Bachelorette, and I think it's super duper important that I talk about this, the Spotify call her daddy deal. I feel like that's been the conversation topic all day. I think that it's amazing that Alex got to have the opportunity to make $20 million a year, $60 million over three years. That's unheard of in this lifetime. First thing I'm going to say I'm going to talk about the podcast itself, and I'm going to talk about the deal and Alex and the businesswoman she is. I went to her new episode. I forget what it's called. Don't know the title. I could not get past five minutes into that episode. She started saying, it's your founding father, Rebecca again. And I was like, what are my ears listening to? My ears were bleeding. And I think she is for a specific taste, a specific palette. Like Antonio would tell you that she's amazing. Antonio would say that there's nothing Alex Cooper can do that's that sucks. That she's like she's just great, and that's perfectly fine. I can't say that I find her podcast digestible. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the sound of her voice, to be honest, because it's nothing to do with her. Like I follow her on Instagram. I like her Instagram stories. Um, I like her outfits. I just like her as like a person, but I can't listen to her. And I think that's what it is for me where Call Her Daddy is concerned. As a brand in itself, she's very good for the brand. And I feel like even when Sophia was there, Alex was kind of the face of that brand. She had more followers. She does not, I mean, there's a cup of tea for everybody, but in terms of conventional beauty, I would say Alex was that blonde conventional beauty. And so you could see why she was the face of that brand. At the end of the day, I think that she was smart to understand the opportunity that they had with the intellectual property to kind of take that risk. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's business. Um, Sophia made a business decision to leave. She wanted them to do it together and end up with some sort of deal like they have today. And sometimes in life, you have to play that waiting game. Maybe Sophia's community, Sloop Media community, company sloop media will explode and become this big thing and she will end up making profits she'll never see 60 million dollars of profit you know let me not put bad juju and evil eye on her i don't think she'll see 60 million dollars worth of profit did i say 60,000? i meant 60 million dollars worth of profit in her lifetime but at the end of the day i think that we all make decisions i think this is a very 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 fantastic lesson in learning that all your decisions have consequences and while sophia is doing well with sloop media she said on her album with adam 22 on no jumper that she's making more money than she used to which is great 
I think you also have to understand that you could have been making $30 million today if you had stayed and you had waited it out and you had just been a little bit more patient. And sometimes patience is a virtue. Having said that, in terms of like, not in terms of the business concept, because I think Alex won business-wise here, but my ears did not win at all. And um, I'm 100% going to keep listening to Sophia with an F, even though she took a major L in this contract. We're going to give Alex her props, her praise. Congratulations, Alex Cooper. Um, There's still a 40% off sale on Call Her Daddy merch. I'm, I'm sorry, I love the merch. I need to get more. Um, Sophia with an F is coming out with merch on Friday. I love on Friday the 12th, uh, Friday the 12th, Friday at noon. I love how I'm advertising merch for podcasts. I'm not even on. But guys, if you guys need to buy merch, knock yourselves out. Go buy some merch. I have nothing else to say about that. Let's get into The Bachelorette. Okay, guys, I watched The Bachelorette twice. And I don't know what the fuck happened in that episode. Like, I can't tell you what took place. It was so fucking boring until the last 10 minutes with fucking Carl that I don't know what happened. Let's start at the beginning. Beginning of the episode, Katie comes. I'm, I'm pretty sure Katie comes. She's the star of the show. And she's basically like, hey, Greg, we're going to go on our one-on-one date. Greg's like, okay, cool. She comes in this red truck kind of looking like an Edward Bella um, momente from Twilight. That's what I felt. You know, that vibe. Um, didn't realize the season that they were filming in. So it would be quite cold. Makes sense for their attire. I presume they went on a fishing date. Guys, when I tell you I watched it twice and I do not know what the fuck happened, that's how delirious I was, okay? So that's why this episode's late. Went on a fishing date, my presumption. They start talking about their fathers. Greg basically breaks down about his dad. Katie also lost her dad. They're having this revolutionary moment where they're able to bond over the loss of their fathers. And I'm just like, hmm. I feel it. I think I think Greg's the one. Also, Greg looked pretty tall there. So either Katie's really short or Greg's pretty tall, but the vibe was there. Like I liked it. I feel it. I personally think Greg's going to win already. However, I need to see how the dynamic's going to shift when Blake comes in because I think that could be the telling factor. But as of right now, I feel like it's Greg. I don't see anybody else there that really is competing with Greg on that level and number two I have a soft spot for Greg I love Greg but I was listening to chatty broads I was also listening to this podcast bachelor party I believe and Nick Vial was a guest and what he basically said and what the chatty broads Jess and Becca said is that they feel like something is gonna come out about Greg Greg is also an actor I didn't know this he went to acting school and they just feel like Greg is not being 100% genuinely himself and that things could come out later that could kind of make the situation look bad and make him not as perfect in our eyes. And I guess my gears started to turn because I'm like, how can anybody really be that perfect? You know, we have this perception of Greg and it's great, but is he really as perfect as he appears to be? Now, I don't want to put any bad juju on Greg. I don't want to put negativity on Greg. I love Greg. He's gorgeous. He's fantastic. He wants to start a family. Yeah, we're just going to see how it goes from here with him. Moving on. Then Taysha 
Okay, I'm going to talk about Tasha for a second. Actually, this episode might end up being 20 minutes. I'm so sorry. Um, call her daddy and took me half the episode to discuss. Anyways, Tasha's been annoying me lately. I don't know what it is about her, but lately she's been annoying me. I feel like sometimes when people get famous, a lot changes for them. And Tasha's had a lot of opportunity over the past year, but there's something about her and her smile. Her smile just seems fixed. Like it doesn't move from her face. And lately she's just been on my nerves. Like the way that Caitlyn used to be on people's nerves, that's the way that Tasha's on my nerves now. Okay. I think it's Caitlyn that's the host with her, Caitlyn and Tasha. Guys, when I tell you that I am out of it this week, I'm out of it. So Caitlyn and Tasha come and they wake up the boys and they're all shirtless and they all look lovely. Greg looked so lovely shirtless. So many of those men did. Oh gosh. And they donned them in cowboy gear and they told them to get in the mud and wrestle. You know, like every season the men have to wrestle. I'm going to be honest with you. It is a very sexist thing to do. However, I really appreciate watching men that are hot shirtless wrestle. And I will never say no to that. But I also understand how this can be convoluted and misconstrued in the grand scheme of things. Moving on. So then I forget who wins now. Somebody wins. Wasn't it Aaron who won after he beat Cody? And Aaron was like, Cody is not who he should be, who he is. He's only here for fame. And then... Katie goes to Cody and Katie's like, I heard that you're only here for fame. And he's like, uh, uh, don't know. Does I sound like I'm moaning there? I probably sound like I'm moaning there, but I'm just trying to reenact Cody. I'm not going to cut this part out of the podcast. Forget it. So Cody really did seem like he was caught red handed, but he didn't want to admit that he was caught red handed. That's what Cody appeared to be like to me. Like he really was only there for the fame. He was not there to what's the word I'm looking for. He was not there for Katie and Aaron had a true perception of Cody. It was not an accurate one. Cody hit the, like Katie sent Cody home right away because, well, Cody is a snake. Katie sent Cody home right away because why? Because he's a snake. And he's not there for the right reasons. But then we have our little pest, Carl. Coral. Carl goes to Katie and he's like, there are men here who are not here for the right reasons. Whatever the fuck you said. I don't remember right now. And Katie's like, tell me more. And he's like, no, I, I can't give you anything more. Because he doesn't know anything. He's just pulling things out of his ass. So he goes back to the men after Katie's having this mental breakdown. She's crying and he's like, oh, I told her some men may not be here for her. And they're like, who? And he's like, you know, I'm not going to out anybody, but some men. Meanwhile, Katie's like having 12 mental breakdowns in the corner in an elegant gown. Okay. And then, and then, and then she comes out. She's like, if you're not here for the right reasons, tell me now. Maybe she wasn't yelling like that, but she was really, really up there, you know, like out there, like aggression times 10. And the men are like, what the fuck is going on? So to conclude, that's basically what happened this episode. And there was no rose ceremony. I am doing terrible in my batch bracket right now. And yeah, because I'm not picking well, but there was no rose ceremony. Maybe I'm not picking well because my brain can't register the stupidity that I'm observing for the season. But I digress. 
next week i'll be back and hopefully something more entertaining will happen and hopefully greg will continue to be flawless as usual and if any of you listen to the call her daddy episode just tell me what she actually said i heard i listened to dave so i know what happened we're chill but that's all for now i hope you enjoyed this little wacky recap that i did for you guys today have a good one and i will talk to you next week bye